Good morning and greetings to you in Jesus name. This is the leadership podcast that is intended to equip you in your walk with God, in in your character building, in your leading your people and in hosting a revival in this generation. God is raising a group of men and women who will passionately serve God and one such man that I know in our generation is Pastor Ankit Sajwan it's an amazing church that he pastors back there in Delhi and you know so often Pastor Ankit and I we've had conversations where we sit across the table and we we agree on a lot of things and we disagree on a lot of things and and we we you know just share our views and points and i learned so much from him and and he's such a passionate and faithful man of god and it is my privilege uh, to have him with us on this podcast this morning i hope that this conversation will encourage equip you and edify you if you have any doubts feel free to reach out to either of us and and we'd love to uh you know answer your questions and help you and and even re- if required mentor you in your area of need god bless you here is a conversation for you hello pastor ankit it's so good to have you on this podcast once again you've you've done a interview with us and we we did a conversation on healing yes. uh, a while ago i think it was at least 2 uh, years back if i'm not wrong mm-hmm. and uh, it is so good to have you here in bangalore this time and uh, to record this conversation and i i enjoyed the uh, conversation that we had over here in the last uh, you know few uh, hours um and i pray and i hope that uh, our conversation right now will also be a blessing to all the leaders that are listening to us especially because i believe that as leaders if the leader's mind is transformed and renewed uh, to think right to believe right you know automatically the church that is following them that is looking up to them their minds can also be transformed and renewed to you know follow in line uh, so so share some of the would you please share some of the things that god is teaching you in this season some of the things that god is helping you understand about uh, leadership about the authority of the church about the uh, true responsibility of the church on the earth right now um yeah pastor priji i'm like the one thing that god is teaching me is uh, our identity as a church that uh, we are not a religious organization but we are uh, the body of christ uh, the victorious one he he uh, defeated sin satan and death and he is seated at the right hand of the father he is seated at the hand of authority and we are seated with him so the first thing is understanding that we are born of god and the bible says in first john that whoever is born of god overcomes this world so we are not victims of the situations we are not uh, we, we are not religious followers uh, who do not have any authority we are filled with the authority paul says that this mystery was hidden from ages and generations so that means abraham didn't know this moses didn't know this all the old testament saints as awesome as they were but they were unaware of this mystery which has now been revealed unto us it's christ in us that is the hope of glory it's not a future event that will happen it's not the it's not the events that will happen in uh, future and the christianity that we have believing in it's all about future events our hope is in the future things that are going to happen rapture that is going to happen revival that is going to happen but bible is saying it's christ in us that is the hope of glory and uh, i believe that church has to uh, understand and recognize the position that god has god has given us that uh, you know god has 
you know it's so amazing to just think about this and realize that god has given us the same position that he gave jesus bible says in the book of ephesians that uh, when we were dead in our sin and trespasses god raised us up together with christ jesus and made us sit with him in the heavenly places that means god did not differentiate the same position that he gave to christ he gave to us so i think uh, our 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 there has to be repentance and when i say repentance it's it's not being sorry but it's changing the way we see things it's seeing things from heaven's perspective that's where the penthouse has come the top house you know repent means seeing things from above seeing things from heaven's perspective and when we start seeing things from heaven's perspective everything's become different you know so we have to understand that we are called to rule and reign you know one of my favorite scriptures is psalm 110 when it says that uh, uh, you know stretch forth your rod and rule in the midst of your enemies god is calling us to rule in the midst of our enemies to rule in above our situations to rule over our sicknesses to rule over poverty to rule over every demonic oppression you know uh, the bible says in acts 10:38 that how god anointed jesus of nazareth with holy ghost and with power that he went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by by devil and jesus is now sitting at the heavenly places but we are on the earth and i believe with all my heart that the biggest one of the biggest reason that jesus came to earth was he came to multiply and he said until the grain of seed falls on the earth and dies it can can by no means multiply but jesus was uh, buried and 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 he died but when when there was a harvest god harvested many sons and we are walking in the same authority that jesus had and i believe it's understanding that that we are called to bring heaven to earth we the hope of christianity is not going to heaven i'll say it again the hope of christianity is not going to heaven the hope of christianity is christ living in us the hope of christianity is us bringing heaven to earth uh, you know even jesus taught us to pray you know you pray like this as the will of the father is done in heaven so it would be done on earth and a beautiful example is in the book of hebrews in chapter 11 we see the hall of uh, fame of these faith heroes we talk we read about noah abraham enoch uh, moses all these people how through faith they pleased god and then uh, the writer of the hebrews ends the chapter saying that all these people even though they pleased god uh, they have not yet received the promise they are in heaven right now so if the the, the hope the promise of christianity is going to heaven then what have these guys missed that they have yet not received the promise the bible says they are incomplete without us and we have to understand that as his ambassadors it is our responsibility to bring heaven on earth it is not about going to heaven it's about bringing heaven to earth absolutely i think that's a that's a revelation that is uh, so under spoken in 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 the church today you know where we are all eager to go to heaven whereas god said uh, whereas john says here on the earth you will be like jesus here on the earth and you have to teach like jesus you have to minister like jesus as jesus was when you know jesus told the disciples he said as the father has sent me so i am i am sending you uh, which means when jesus walked on the earth the way that he he commanded he uh, he commanded authority and the the same way he ruled and reigned 
I think the church is called to do the same. In fact, greater things than what Jesus has done. That's, that's our calling. Now, as leaders, how can we specifically train our church to bring it into practice? Now, I understand that there are so many things that, you know, uh, uh, at times creates obstacles. You know, some, sometimes it can be lies that we've heard from, uh, you know, our people around us or, you know, uh, lack of faith or lack of understanding the right understanding of God's word. So many things can stand as obstacles, you know. So how can now knowing that God has called us to rule and reign, how can we practically bring our church or our fellowship, our ministry, the people especially that follow us to that place where they are, you know, indeed ruling and reigning? What are some of the practical things that you would suggest, Pastor Ankit? Uh, I think uh, practically would be spending a lot of time in the Pauline epistles because these were the letters written to church. You know, when we read Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, see the one thing that people don't understand is that new covenant does not start from Matthew 1. New Testament and new covenant are two different things. Uh, new covenant started from the death and resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ. Before that, it's all old covenant. You know, Bible says in Galatians 4 that when the fullness of time had come, God forth, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under law. So we see that Jesus was born in the time of law. And uh, the people that Jesus was ministering to, they were not born again believers. Jesus never ministered to a born again Christian. After Jesus ascended, then he released the Holy Spirit. Then Holy Spirit came upon the church. And now, uh, many times we try to minister to to born-again Christians as uh, to ministering to those people who never had the Holy Spirit, you know. So even, uh, like, we have to change the way we see things. Like Jesus, he said, uh, if you will not forgive your, your, your sinners, your Heavenly Father will not even forgive your sin. But that was in the time of the law. You know, many, I've seen many people preaching the same thing, that if you will not forgive, God will not also forgive you. If God has not forgiven us, then we have not received salvation. You know, uh, Bible says, you know, we have received redemption and forgiveness through his blood. Even now the same thing, you know, Jesus in law is saying that if you won't forgive, Father will not forgive you. But when we read Ephesians 4.32, we see Paul is saying that be tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ forgave you. So now Paul is saying, because you are already forgiven, you need to forgive. So everything changes after the resurrection. And after the resurrection, uh, you know, uh, Paul says that I have not received this gospel. I was not learned through any man. I did not. I was not given it through any man. But it came as a revelation through Jesus Christ. So we see that the revelation that Jesus has given to church is in Pauline epistle. That's the meat. And I think we need to spend a lot of time in uh, epistles uh, and renew our mind. Uh, and and uh, you know focus on that teach teach that to our congregation who we are in Christ Jesus uh, we are seated with him uh, you know and I think that that would really renew our mind yeah. that's not to you know to be to be misinterpreted as the rest of the Bible is not important the whole of the Bible is God's word right uh, but we we see so much of new covenant teaching in the Pauline apostles isn't that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. See, Pastor Priji, even even Paul says in Colossians 1.27, he says, this mystery was hidden from ages and generation, has now been revealed unto us, that is Christ in us, the hope of glory. So what I'm saying is, when God has revealed a greater revelation to us, why can't, you know, I mean like, it, 
he's doing it for us and when he is giving us a greater revelation then it ought to be our uh, you know we have to uh, f- flow through the greater revelation so for example you know uh, law of th- thermodynamics was always on the earth you know but when we found it you know we we have made these uh, uh, big boeing planes and now we are able to travel so when god has revealed a greater revelation to us it's it's always amazing to live by that revelation right. and bible says it's precept upon precept god is revealing things to the body of christ the body of christ is coming into his place of position like uh, before azusa Uh, street revival uh, the church didn't know the baptism of holy spirit that was the time god restored uh, the baptism of the holy spirit so nowhere i am saying that uh, the entire bible is not for us the entire bible is for us but what i am saying is uh, when we focus when we uh, soak ourselves through the pauline epistles we know who we really are in christ we are we are born of god and that really would change the way we see things absolutely i i i agree with the same now uh, now that that's one perspective of how we have to uh, understand where you know not just the fact that we're going to heaven or you know but the fact that you know god wants heaven to come to earth yes. right now in this season and that will happen practically when we understand who we are uh, in in christ jesus now you know majority of the church you know we were talking about this how of how majority of the church is is focused on the death of jesus yeah. not on the resurrection of jesus because we think it is the death of jesus that brought forgiveness of our sins and and uh, uh, and you know uh, but in fact the bible talks about the resurrection of jesus so much more important will you please put your uh, thoughts to that See the Bible talks about the first Adam. The first Adam represented the entire humanity. Like before I was born, where was I? I was in my dad. Before my dad was born, he was in his dad. Before he was born, he was in his dad. And when we trace it back, we go back to Adam. So what happened to Adam happened to entire humanity. And Bible says through Adam death came and it ruled. You know, so so Adam brought death and that's why Jesus had to come as the last Adam. So when he came as last Adam, so because we think the gospel is that uh, jesus died for us no no adam brought death jesus this last adam came with the solution and the solution to death is resurrection but to be resurrected you have to die but it was not the death that was the real thing it was the resurrection even paul says in corinthians you know there was uh, there was this uh, uh, there was this argument happening be- between sadducees and pharisees some people were saying there is no resurrection and paul says if there is no resurrection of the dead then our faith is futile and we are still in our sins he's saying even though jesus died but if there is no resurrection then our sins have not been forgiven and we are still in our sins and our entire christian faith is futile so that means the the focus where we should focus is i mean like death is powerful i'm not denying not denying the death of jesus at all what i'm saying is that it was not just death jesus came with the answer to that and that was the resurrection and you know when we focus so even like in christianity you will see majority of songs focus on the death of jesus we focus on the suffering of jesus but but we have to see that he's he was on that cross for only 6 hours and now for more than 2000 years he is seated on the throne ruling and reigning i think that's where the church has to renew our mind we have to focus that we are seated with christ jesus ruling and reigning you know i think i think we have to change our perspective yeah 
I, I think that whatever we glorify is what will manifest in our life. Um, because if we are, I'm not, I'm, of course, again, you know, I agree with you. I'm not denying the sufferings of Jesus. I'm not denying the cross of Jesus. I, I'm not denying that, you know, you will definitely, uh, you know, have those, you know, challenges in life sometimes where, you know, you have to use the power of God to overcome. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, life will be a bed of roses, but... Uh, whatever you glorify in your life, whatever you magnify in your life, if you if you magnify the the victory that Jesus has bought for you on the cross uh, uh, through the through His resurrection, um, you know that will manifest more um, than just you know magnify than just focusing on the sufferings. Uh, now now. Even yeah. On the suffering part. I want to say this because uh, so many people believe that being poor is suffering, being sick is suffering. You know, but Bible says even though he was a son, talking about Jesus, even though he was son, he was perfected through the sufferings, and it is not talking about the suffering of the cross because you cannot be perfected in six hours. Mm. Jesus was just on the cross for six hours. You know, so what kind of suffering? Uh, because Bible says in, in the book of Timothy that anyone who wants to lead a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, you know. So what kind of suffering is Bible talking about? The only kind of suffering that is for Christians is persecution, you know. So Jesus uh, was suffered all through his life. You know, just imagine that uh, Jesus, you know, think about his story. You know, he was born of Holy Ghost. But if we, we read it, but if we imagine, do we think that his neighborhood would just believe mm -hmm. that an angel came and Mary was pregnant by Holy Spirit. They wouldn't believe. So they would see him as an illegitimate child. You know, I'm sure he was mocked. From his childhood, the persecution started. People persecuting him. Then when he started to preach the truth, people saying that he's a wine gobbler. He's the one who sits with prostitutes. His own brothers thinking that he has lost his mind. You know, his own people thinking everyone speaking bad about him. But Jesus was never poor. Mm -hmm. Jesus was never sick. You know, we see that Jesus had a treasure. I have heard so many people saying that Jesus was poor. I have never met a poor person who keeps a treasure with him. I mean, like, who would keep a guy to manage his accounts if he's poor? So Jesus, and then we see in Luke 9, we see that uh, the main uh, accountant of uh, Herodias, his wife was Jesus' partner in the ministry, and there were many rich women. So we see that Jesus was not poor. We see that Jesus was not sick. I never read in Bible that uh, Jesus had to go and preach, but he, because he was sick, he was not able to go. So that means being poor is not a suffering for a believer. Being sick is not a suffering for a believer. The only suffering that is for us is being persecuted when we stand for truth people are going to speak rumors about us people are going to stand against us we we will have to go through uh, you know and through that persecution we learn to depend upon god we come to god we we learn to keep his voice above every voice and i think that is the suffering uh, uh, bible talks about but the church has totally misinterpreted it and we have seen sickness which has already been worn on the cross Poverty, which has already been won on the cross, because all both of these are curses, and Jesus has completely destroyed curses. So, what I'm saying is that we have to change our perspective. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so often we feel that, uh, you know, uh, we we have to be, you know, in the world we have to be the rejected people, and we have to be the uh, ones that are, you know, the the poorest and the, you know, one that nobody likes but but in fact god did not call us to be like that god called us to be the light okay. the light is not uh, hiding from the darkness and living in subjection to the darkness the light is supposed to be above and you know bringing light 
even into the dark areas. I think all of these perspectives, uh, when leaders as, you know, pastors, when we learn these, you know, when we learn who we really are in Christ, that will not just change or transform our way of living, but it will also transform the way our people look at Jesus, how people look at God. Yes, yeah. Exactly. You want to add something to that? Uh, I would only say that uh, Jesus was forsaken for us, but we have to understand that he is the king of kings. And Bible says, as he is, not as he was. That's what the church thing. As Jesus was, so are we living. But Bible says, as he is right now, so are we. That's our identity. And if, if I think about how is Jesus right now, he's seated at the right hand of Father, exercising all authority. Bible says that we are seated with him far above all principalities, all powers, all might, all dominion, every name that is to be named. Christ has subjected all these things under the church. He has given us authority. So I think when we see ourselves as victims, you know, we would never be able to uh, fulfill uh, the mandate that God has for us. That you know, even this world ecclesia from which church came, it was a Roman governing authority. They were the one who used to decree things and it used to come into picture. And as a church of Lord Jesus Christ, we have to understand that we are not powerless believers. We have the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have Christ himself living in us. And when we make declarations, it really changes things on the earth. I, I, I completely agree uh, to that. Uh, would you just say a word of prayer, just speak a word of encouragement over the leaders that are listening to us this morning and just, uh, you know, uh, sometimes uh, there are so many things that uh, pull us down, that discourage us and, you know, and we get so discouraged uh, seeing uh, someone else's blessing and, you know, when that doesn't happen for us, we think we, we call their blessing as not from God and all of those things happen. So, so would you just say a word of uh, prayer and a word of encouragement over leaders specifically over leaders that are that are struggling with discouragement that are struggling with uh, inferiority complex and that are struggling with uh, you know low self-esteem you know they're, 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 whose eyes have been blinded not to see uh, ourselves in the way God sees us the way where God has placed us so just speak a word of prayer to encourage them sure father we come before you in the name of Jesus daddy even even in the book of Ephesians we read that Lord when the spirit of wisdom and revelation would come, it would show us what we already have. You would illuminate our eyes so that we will be able to see our inheritance, Father, as sons and daughters. So, Father, anyone who is hearing my voice, Daddy, I pray that you would give them your eyes, that they would be able to see themselves as you see them, Lord, not as Satan sees them, not as uh, other people see them, but, Lord, as you see them. Even, Lord, as Gideon, he was such a, coward lord but when you saw Gideon you said oh mighty man of valor because the way you see us is completely different than what we see ourselves and father I pray for everyone hearing my voice that let the spirit of wisdom and revelation be given to them lord so that the eyes of their understanding being enlightened that they would know what is the hope of their calling they would know that they are not ordinary people they would know that they are citizens of heaven they are ambassadors of heaven that they would know lord that 
they are seated in heavenly places they are born of god and the bible says everyone who is born of god overcomes this world they are world overcomers father victory is in their dna anyone who is born of god failure is not for you you hear this word failure is not for you if you are if you are a believer of lord jesus christ if you are born again from his spirit you are a victorious one you are born of god victory is in your dna lord i pray for that rod of authority father that they will understand that you are telling them stretch forth your rod like you told moses you are telling the church i have given you authority you have authority in my name stretch forth your rod and rule in the midst of your enemies in jesus name amen so the one one reason i love you so much is because you're so radical uh you know i know that god loves radical people because god said uh you know to the church uh, he said you're neither hot nor cold you're lukewarm you know you're you're in the middle and i i love the fact that you're so radical out there and uh, uh you're giving such a headache to the enemy and glorifying jesus and we love you and thank you for agreeing to doing this podcast with us and may god bless you pastor How can our friends connect with you? What's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, we have a, a church called Family of Lord Jesus. We have a page on Facebook, and uh, then we have a YouTube page again with F O L J Church. So yeah, people can connect over there. Amazing! Thank you so much, Pastor. That's all for this week. As you prepare for a new week ahead, may we request your continual prayer and financial support for the ministry here at Bangalore Revival Center. and also for our mission work in different and diverse parts of india africa and around the world every dollar or rupee you contribute will actually make a life transforming difference to many find all the information for making your generous contributions at pastorprijee.com